Welcome, everybody. Thanks again for joining us on another episode of Awakening Consciousness with Ash and Jesse. Uh, we got a quick, short, uh, a quick show for you today. Uh, we had some technical difficulties in the uh, trying to get this started. It was uh, uh, my my issues on on my side. My settings on my Zoom get reset every once in a while, and I just have to uh, do stuff on that. Um, but anyways, uh, it's good be, good to be back with you. Um, today we're going to be talking about how we deviate from reality for too long, or just in general, anyways, uh, it, it, there's consequences to be paid. And so we're going to sort of look at three different uh, ways that we've deviated from reality. And, uh, you know, on the surface, it doesn't seem like they would sort of go together, but I think it all represents a sort of distortion from reality, distortion from law, and uh, yeah. it's going to have consequences. And so, yeah, we're going to be talking about that today. Before, but before we get started, I do like to take a second uh, before every show to sort of focus our energies and intentions on the community that we're trying to build. We're trying to build a community of like-minded people to grow, survive, and thrive together in the new world. Uh, we see some crazy stuff happening all around us, but I think if we can step away from that, get, get back to our, you know, sort of bring our, our lives closer together, you know, sort of within our community on in the physical world, but also uh, in the online world where we're, um, you know, meeting like-minded people and uh, building our lives with them. And I think if we do that, we'll all be in a better place. Um, but again, we do have a very quick uh, time-compressed show today. So uh, without further ado, let's get started. So I'm going to share my screen and here we go. So. Fauci is in the news. Uh, so social media erupts in calls to arrest Fauci as doctor accusing, accused of lying, funding cruel puppy testing. So um, basically what's happened in the last, you know, close to two years, <laughs> if, if anyone hasn't uh, become aware of this, like the whole world is in lockdown. We went from two weeks to flatten the curve from uh, spreading a non-existent virus to, uh, to, you know, three shots to keep your job so that you can keep your, so that you can feed your family. And front and center in this whole uh, debacle has been this guy. Okay, it looks like, I don't, oh, one second. Asher may be having a connectivity issue. I think he's back right now. You're on mute if you're there. Yep, I'm here. So, yeah, so front and center to the whole mess that we're in uh, right, right here. Not that he was the one causing it, but he's definitely one of the faces and one of the uh, you know, I would call liars propagandists behind uh, the cabal putting forth this 
atrocity that's going on all around us. You know, you have to get multiple injections just so that you can keep your job in a lot of places, just so that you can go into public, uh, public places um, in some cases. And so, you know, where we've, you know, shut down the, the economy of the world and basically ruined the lives of many millions of people. And now he's getting thrown under the bus because of some uh, mistreatment of puppies. And now, while I don't support any mistreatment of any living being, um, I think that the fact that we are now getting upset with, with him because of, you know, he was lying about gain of function research in the Wuhan Uh, I can tell this, this is, uh, one of those days, I guess. Um, so I don't know, yeah. bro, I, I don't know. I don't know if we can talk best show ever today. I think, <laughs> I think we might have to, yeah, uh, probably not a best show ever. I don't even think it's going to be in the top 10. To be honest. Um, but anyway, so my, my point with my, my point with this guy is like, you know, been one of the chief people responsible for ruining millions of lives and lives and literally causing the deaths of hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people from people who are on the margin to below the margin in terms of, you know, poverty and just making, just getting by, you know, a 2% reduction in GDP had like literally kills, people, kills not only hundreds of thousands, but millions of people because they go from being on the margin to from barely being able to feed themselves. And so, you know, these are the types of ramifications that that are sort of unmeasured and and very hard to quantify. But it's something that it, it's real. And, uh, he has to answer for. And so, the fact that we're now getting upset because of some puppies, while I, I agree that that it's an atrocity, I think that the bigger crime against humanity has been the whole uh, COVID narrative that he has been. Uh, putting forward and we can get into the whole aid story as well you know but that you know that's another thing but you know not for this topic but yeah anyways that's one of the you know deviations from reality from just you know a, a sane way of looking at the world where we're now getting upset with him because of this and you know so what are your thoughts yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, I haven't really thought this topic through yet, and I'm sure a bunch of info will come out and I'll, my thoughts will uh, solidify in the next couple of days, but it, it feels very psyopy. Um, you know, it, it really does. Like, it, it, it's, it's again, and of course, it's not to minimize, you know, abuse of dogs, and I, I'm against all that stuff, man. I wouldn't, you know, expect, I save bugs off my living room floor, you know, <laughs> like, I'm, not, I'm, you know, I'm saving. I grab beetles and put them outside. I mean, I don't like any of that stuff. It's awful. And it, and it's great that people are up in arms about it. Um, you know, it shows that they have some heart and some compassion and that's all lovely, but yes, it feels very psyopy and, and the whole, um, you know, the, yeah, the fact that we would be, you know, ready to ready to make, you know, we want heads to roll over the puppies, but we're sort of happy to be, to be sacrificed ourselves. Yes. Very strange. Um, absolutely. You know, we're in, we're in, uh, you know, totally upside down world and, and very strange. And I don't know exactly what the psyop is yet. 
Um, I'm sure I'll think that through in the next day or two and have some ideas about it. But yes, it feels very psyopy. Why are they putting this out? Um, obviously, it's the continued throwing Fauci under the bus phenomenon that we've seen now for the last couple of months or whatever, you know, whenever, since whenever that sort of began, when we got all the gain of function research stuff and the lies and, you know, the narrative kind of falling apart. A lot of that seems very controlled. Um, as you've pointed out many times, you know, the, 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 the paradigm, or as you like to put it, the Overton window, you know, isn't really changing, even if we throw Fauci under the bus and get rid of him, right? We've still got a scary China, uh, a scary China out of virus. We still got a scary virus out of China. We've still got viruses. We've still got person to person contagion. We've still got um, uh, the, the different strains and the different variants and, and so on and so forth. We just have, you know, maybe a, maybe a fall guy, right. Or a, a guy, you know, a bad guy who we can sort of get upset at for, the quality of our lives, <laughs> based, you know, post post pandemic. So, um, so yeah, I don't know. That's that's kind of my thoughts on it. Yeah, that's a good point, and it goes back to uh, an episode we did months ago. At this point, where we, you know, he was being thrown under the bus, and him and Rand Paul got got into it. And I, I thought at the time that was a psyop, also because uh, even even with Rand Paul and and and. Fauci going at it, they were still uh, keeping the, the conversation within that narrow window of there is a pathogenic virus that's out to get you and, and it's highly contagious and deadly and all that stuff. And the whole gain of function, function research keeps it within that paradigm. And it says nothing to the fact that there is no virus. There, there are no viruses in general and let alone a coronavirus. And, um, you know, it, what's causing people to get sick is different from what they are, what they would like us to believe. And so this, yes, this keeps us within that narrative. It keeps, uh, you know, maybe Fauci as the fall guy or the bad guy that people can point to and say, Hey, look, you know, he was doing this and, and he was making it, making it into a virus that's more deadly and more transmissible and all that stuff. And it keeps the, the show going. It keeps the narrative alive, and uh, I think that's probably the the main reason for them doing this. Maybe he's he his usefulness has run its course. Um, they're no longer uh, useful to the cabal, and then they chew them up and spit them out. And this goes to your point uh, from a, a show a couple of days ago, where where it's like the the people who are most likely to go on with the plan, the people who are uh, you know all about it gung-ho you know let's mask them let's jab them let's do all this those are the first people who get shot in the google acts you know those are the first people to to sort of um uh you know get sacrificed and so i think this could be something that uh is going on with fauci i did think that uh when we were talking about the whole Rand paul thing months ago uh he did make a comeback and you know fauci he's he's good at what he does he's a he's a master wizard um and uh master persuader and um you know so credit in that sense but he is you know it does seem like he is one of the most evil people out there so let me, I know, uh, before you move on to the next topic, you know, there's one other thought that came to mind um, that's actually really pertinent. So, you know, if you look at the narrative that they're setting up, possibly, right, they're, they're, they're putting in the public sphere very strongly this idea that 
um, there's sort of a bioterror weapons lab in Wuhan, China, right? That's kind of like the, the narrative that's being set up here. Because, I mean, gain of function research, what that means is bioterror. Like that means, that means they're, they're, they're again, we, we don't necessarily buy the narrative. It's an injection into your shoulder. That's what that means. That's the, that's the bioweapon right there. Well, right. It, well, of course, absolutely. Yeah, you, you, and you're right. Um, but, but as far as the narrative, what they're what they're yeah. saying is what they're saying by the narrative is that look the u.s has been funding research to take viruses and make them much more deadly um so mm-hmm. that i mean that's that's a bioweapon right so we have like a a bioweapon lab in china basically is what they're putting into the consciousness of the population well if you if you take that dot and then you add the dot that keeps circulating on the internet about this new this new virus that you know, that's that they're that they're rolling out. That's going to have an 88 percent mortality rate and blah, blah, blah. I forget the name of it. I'll, I'll do some research. and We'll talk about it one day. But, uh, you know, that that's very interesting what they could be setting up there. Right. So it's like they're already they're already putting that in people's minds. Now they can now now they could have that story come out and people would connect those dots in their mind. Oh, well, I know we funded that research in that lab in China. <gasps> you know, and, and now there's this much more, you know, deadly strain that's escaped or, or now or now China has released it intentionally. Right. And now we we better go to the war. We better you know, we better we better we better get World War Three going to in retaliation for what China did. And we can shoot Fauci in the face on live national TV if we want. Like the cabal doesn't care. You know, it's not like it's not like the, the cabal is worried about Anthony Fauci to whatever degree, you know, that creature exists. Um, so yeah, that, that's, might be a piece of this as well. All, very speculative, but worth noting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good points. Um, yeah. And, and I think the main takeaway here is, you know, it's a show, you know, that whatever it is, if they're going to make Fauci the fall guy or not, it's still a show. They're still doing this, you know, leaking things on purpose, letting things out on purpose to, to serve, a, uh, you know, to serve their agenda and um, it's important to not get caught up <clears throat> in the specifics of the story, but I'll, but look at the, the bigger picture and see what they're trying to do with the uh, bigger agenda at play rather than, you know, how many puppies got hurt. Um, all right. So moving right along, because we got a, got a quick one today. So uh, this guy kind of goes to our topic yesterday. We talked about um, uh, ass, uh, physical assets, uh, gold and silver and that kind of stuff. And here are Michael Jordan game-worn rookie sneakers sell for almost $1.5 million. So here is, I would argue, you know, as much as I love Michael Jordan, he was kind of a idol of mine growing up as a young basketball player. Um you know, still $1.5 million for a pair of shoes. Like that is a deviation from reality in terms of what has real value in the world versus, you know, other stuff. And so we're, we're seeing this a lot where there's just a ton of money sloshing around in the system and it's got to find a place to go, you know? So, you know, you have things like Hunter Biden selling paintings for half a million dollars. I mean, that's clearly just money laundering where people, you know, buy a painting from Hunter Biden for a million bucks. And, you know, they're, they're trying to money, launder money and, and uh, 
access favors from the Biden family who are obviously selling influence, uh, you know, so there's all that. So this is just yet another deviation from reality that will end up having consequences in the long run where we don't know what really has true value. And, um, you know, the more things like this, the more Hunter Biden paintings get sold, the more, you know, I, I don't know who the popular musicians are, but like, you know, it's just a deviation from what really has value in this world. I mean, whoever the popular mus musicians are, if they're male, they wear skirts and dress in pink and come out and, you know, are, are in like, you know, have like, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I mean, do you know that like half the rappers now are gay? No, I didn't know that. But yeah, yeah, like the <laughs> like there's, there's 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 like gay rappers like all over the place. They're like they're popular, like well, they're, you know, they're like they're like tough guys, gay rappers, uh, yeah, popular popular okay. ones. <laughs> like, I mean, this is the world. This is this is the world we live in. Yeah, and I, and I don't think the Hunter Biden painting, like I don't think that's money laundering. I think that's literally just trans, you know, a way to give. You know, it's just a bribe, right? It's just a bribe. Buying, yeah, buying influence. Yeah, right. Yeah, they're just buying influence, which which you mentioned. But I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think there's a money laundering component. I think, in fact, I think it would be uh, a risky for them to to you know have to transfer that money. <laughs> and, and yeah, you know, I guess I guess fine art is is more money laundering. You know, you you put it in a ten million dollar painting, and you know, and that's how you you know, take out your money or whatever. Absolutely. You know, that's how you make money out of China or, or something like that. Right. But I don't, um, I don't think, I don't think Hunter was creating much fine art over the last 10 years. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, maybe unless, you can get, maybe you can get really inspired by, by smoking crack. <laughs> right. Right. It's happened before. I mean, it's inspired a lot of crimes over the years. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the, oh. the, Good. No, he, he just has different inspiration. You know, his his comes out in, in beautiful paintings and wonderful works of art. So, right. And I'm still, you know, I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting, waiting for the laptop story. I mean, it's amazing all these stories that just they're they're able to just kill. It's like everybody knows about it, but we just pretend that we don't. Um, but yeah. yeah, that's a that article from ESPN. You know, a one point five million dollars for a, a a pair of basketball sneakers worn by Michael Jordan certainly is excellent evidence of the world uh, having quite a bit of currency in circulation at this time. Uh, going back to yesterday's topic of yesterday's show, and yeah, all of these are signs of the end, right? Like, I don't mean the end, you know, in the biblical sense, although <laughs> that too. But I mean. Uh, you know, I mean, I mean, the end of, of society, you know, the end of the collapse, the, you know, you can only sort of go uh, away from God, away from nature, away from what is good and moral and just and right in the world for so long to a certain point um, when you've got, you know, gay rappers in miniskirts uh, running around stage telling you about, you know, what morals and values you should believe in. Um, you know, I think you've crossed that line and I think all of these are, are examples of that. Yeah. Well, that dovetails really well into our last story for the day where this is going to shock a lot of people, but the tenets of liberal culture are getting even more ridiculous. So here we have a, 
an overweight man dressed as a woman who is the what is what is he the the health commit the u.s public service health commissioner or something like that um you know so obviously he at least suffers from one uh mental condition which is gender dysphoria that's an actual thing it's not like uh you know and it's something that affects a lot of people even more now but it's a it's a actual thing that people you know think that they're in the wrong gender and um it's sort of encouraged now and it doesn't have good outcomes for people the more we encourage this the more we you know sort of you know oh you can be whatever you want you can be a, a zerd tomorrow or a, a z the next day and, and it's like this is not helping people coddling people and giving people eighth place trophies and making sure that everyone everyone gets to play and everyone gets a trophy and all that stuff is not helping people succeed in life. You know, people come through, you know, childhood and adolescence and all that stuff as like thinking that, you know, they're God's gift to this earth and, and they can do no wrong and they're special and everything like that. And then they go to the real world and they're totally unequipped, unprepared to succeed in any way, shape, or form. They don't know how to work. They don't know how to take direction. They don't know how to, you know, uh, be a good employee. Uh, they don't know how to do so many things. And yet they think that they're, you know, this, this princess or this, you know, person that, you know, is, is super special and everything needs to, uh, uh, um, you know, everything needs to, what am I looking for? You know, adhere to their whims. And it just doesn't work like that. And so what we're doing is we're creating a society full of weak, entitled people who think that things should just come to them just because. And that is creating a very, very weak and entitled uh, uh, society of people that are not going to be equipped to face the challenges that come in, in the world that we're heading into. And so, you know, it's just more deviations from what is, you know, God's law or um, reality or whatever you want to call it. And so this is a prime example, the health minister, or what, I, I can't remember the official title for this guy, but this is not the picture of health. And, you know, so we know overweight and gender dysphoria are at least two of the conditions he suffers from. Yeah, I mean, I, as you said before the show, I, I think it's something like, you know, we have an, an overweight male dressed as a woman with a mask on their face telling us about health, <laughs> you know, something like that. <laughs> and, and again, right, I think, I think kind of the theme today is sort of, you know, upside down world, right? And, and there, there you go. Uh, it's just, <laughs> this is the height of absurdity. And it goes back, of course, to stuff, you know, a subject we've talked about many, many times, which is that if you can get people to believe the ridiculous, the absurd, the unbelievable, psychologically, you've got them completely. So if you can parade out a fat man uh, dressed as a woman with, with obstructing their own oxygen inflow to tell you about your health and you buy it and you're willing to accept that world as true and reality, yeah. then... 
then how many steps away are you from the devil having complete control of your soul, right? To put it that way. Or, or how, how many steps away are you from the cabal having complete control of your psyche? Uh, not very many, if any. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a great point. And I know you got to go. So probably a good point to end on. But yeah, it's like, you know, so if, you know, we, we talked about like the, you know, the swabs in the butt from, you know, China to, you know, test if you have coronavirus or something like that. Like, what, what, how, how far removed are we from, you know, everyone's got to wear two masks to, you know, you got to walk around with something, you know, like, I'm not going to, I don't want to go there, but it's just so absurd that, yeah, if, if they can get you to believe this, to buy this, to say that, oh yeah, this is, this is good. Well, we should, we should believe him or her because, you know, they're an oppressed minority group or something like that. And it's just, it's just so absurd that once they get you to believe that, to buy into that, you know, to say that, oh yeah, Joe Biden is, he's, he's a competent, uh, he's a competent, you know, uh, uh, states state, he's a competent statesman and yes, he, he should be president and all that stuff. And it's like, no, no, he's a, an old demented guy who should be put in a home. Um, maybe not home. That's a little harsh. You know, I don't think people, you, you know, if you can, you should support your parents if they were good to you and all that stuff. But, um, not, yeah, not it's just a no, well, obviously he hasn't been very good. You know, he's probably sacrificed a few kids and a wife. So, um, yeah. Anyways, I'm rambling here. I know you got to get going. So, um, I think we'll call it there for today. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Sorry we had to do it, a sh make it a short one, and for all the technical difficulties. Um, yeah, I don't have very good internet out here. But anyways, yeah, so please like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Um, and yeah, uh, join us in the Telegram chat. Uh, suggest topics for us to cover. Uh, we talked about um, gold, silver, and tangible assets yesterday on the show uh, as a request. I know someone put a, some, something in the chat about uh, intentional communities. That's something that's sort of a general theme that we touch on. And we've had someone on here who's created a, a an intentional community or, or at least is part of an intentional community. So go back and watch that episode, but uh, we're going to have more people on like that. And, um, and yeah, so we will uh, call it there for a day and hi everyone in the chat. Sorry, we had to make it so short, but